Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. And on that note, we cue the music. Biff, 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 all right. Back to Biff Radio. Uh, that was after you heard the amazing uh, music of Kevin Aldridge, my awesome intro music. You were hearing uh, the song called Afterglow by the Flying Raccoon Suit, who is a band that I found on Twitter, and I'm super happy and I love finding new music. They are an amazing ska band. Uh, they are not your dad's ska band. They definitely have a punch to them. They just put out a new record called Afterglow. I am super excited. Uh, we're going to have other members of the band. But right now, we have Mr. Andrew from Flying Raccoon Suit. Hey, how's it going, Ben? Woo. Good, how are you doing, sir? Uh, pretty good. You know, happy we got to do this. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, it, it is it is truly, like, I've been posting on Twitter, like, how excited I have been for, like, for this and I really mean it because, like, I I love finding new music, and I, I love ska. And um, before we were talking about, uh, like, you are, I know this is an audio medium, uh, you are wearing a <laughs> We Are The Union shirt, and we are kind of talking about our mutual yeah. admiration for for that band and for Jer, for Scottune Network, and how they are so awesome. But, uh, no, so I am super pumped. So I guess just first off, like, I have to know because I don't even know this. <laughs> the name flying raccoon suit. I have a theory, but I want to hear like what, like the, behind, the story behind the name. Uh, so your, your theory is probably right. If it's, if it's super Mario three. Yes, it is. Fantastic. Okay, it's, complete. it's uh we, we started uh, in high school, like a lot of bands do. And um, we were really struggling to come up with the name and we're a bunch of um, kind of awkward nerds. And I, I think I was wearing a Mario shirt that day. And our bassist was just like, oh, how about flying raccoon suit? And we were like, that sounds great. And it's been a blessing and a curse because it's a really weird name that draws attention. But also we found out a lot of people can't spell raccoon correctly. And it's made it weird for some people to find our website or our merch. And oh no! And then uh, people will say like, oh, you mean the Tanuki suit? Gotta be like nerd rage. No, it's not the Tanuki suit. It's the other one. <laughs> we would have we would have said that. We would have said Tanuki. <laughs> no, but definitely like that. Like that's what I thought, and it was funny because um, my wife and I we play Mario Kart, and she plays with Tanuki Mario. How sweet! She is much better at Mario Kart than I am. And like <laughs> she she picked it up out of nowhere and was just like really good. Uh, and like so, whenever I hear that Tanuki, I'm like, no. <laughs> Why are you so much better at this than I am? 
right? I'm not particularly good at Mario Kart. I think my wife might have me beat on there sometimes. I've got Smash down, but not Mario Kart. I see. I've never played Smash. Like, I mean, like this, this oh, Smash. I've played other Smashes, but I've not played the new Smash. Like, I, I just, oh, okay. I just got my Switch over quarantine. Nice. Uh, so, like, I have, like, I still have Breath of the Wild. Haven't touched it. Which, <laughs> like, I, I tell people that, like, why are you talking to me and not playing Breath of the Wild? You have like a hundred hours of content to get through, man. I do. I, I've been um, right now. I've been playing a lot of. I've never been a big Call of Duty fan. Like I'm not a big shoot 'em up fan. Yeah. But their new zombie uh, mode called Outbreak, where it's mm-hmm. like where it's like you know this huge map and there are zombies everywhere, and it's, it's like that is fun to me. I've been playing a lot of that. Nice. But, uh, but yeah. So now I guess I, I mean talk about like kind of the, the genesis. You, you said you guys are kind of a bunch of nerds. Like you know, how did how did you know th- this Avengers assemble? Yeah. It's um. So the band is about half different now. So we started kind of much earlier in life, I guess. And you, your high school band is never all that good. And the same was true for us. So we kind of were just having fun with it, and then. Um, after high school, you know, horn players moved away, like half the lineup was gone. We sort of didn't do anything for a couple of years. And then, uh, we got the new half of our band and kind of restarted and formed the sound we have now, which was, uh, perfect. And Jessica was actually, um, yeah, she was in that new half that started and sort of revitalized the band. So we got her and our current horn section. And then me and the other rhythm guys are sort of the original folks but uh yeah we restarted back around 2016 and started forming this band we have now and there's there's a long tree that spreads out to a bunch of other local bands but jessica and i have played indie music together and me curly and josh have all been in a separate band together and uh i've played in a separate band with the new horn players but it all kind of came together for this so like i feel like this new album is the most definitive version of us I guess like, I mean, to, to both of you. And so now like we're, we're welcoming Jessica officially to the podcast. Um, <laughs> she was off fighting, I believe Goombas. That's why she was a little bit, you know, but now she's yeah, back. She's yeah. As one does, as one does. Um, so I guess like, what about ska? Cause I mean, it's something that like, I know that, you know, Scotty network, he, you know, are they, sorry. Um, they talk about like a lot of people think like ska went away, never did, but like, yeah. what about ska like drew you in and wanted to be a ska band? What do you think, Jessica? I wasn't there. Okay. Well, <laughs> initially, I think it was just, <laughs> we were, um, like you said, we were kind of a bunch of uh, band nerds, and a lot of us followed nerdy paths into being like scientists and computer folks and different stuff like that. But um, when we were all there learning our horns, and the first music some of us were getting into was punk rock, we sort of discovered ska, you know, and we're blown away that, Oh, you can use like a more diverse instrumentation and play this kind of music. And I think my first exposure to it was, uh, when I was really young, like maybe 13, I bought a warp tour DVD because I was super into pop punk and some 41. And there was a performance of mad caddies on there doing road rash. And that was my favorite thing in the world after that. Yeah. For me, I remember, uh, growing up, it, tragic kingdom like was all over the radio at the time and i was like you know they, they have all this pop music they had like mariah carey and like you know britney spears all over the radio too and i was like i could go either way with my voice because i've always wanted to sing you know and ska was like 
it just like hit me. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about it that just hit me different. So I mean, I I, I love No Doubt. No Doubt was definitely my intro into ska uh, growing up. Yeah, and, same. And it's I still like I. I'm all for artists evolving. I mean, I'm not a musician at all. Like I, I was in a high school band, like, but that's about it. So I'm all for yeah. like the evolution, but like part of me wishes like go back to tragic kingdom. Like g- give us like one time. Mm-hmm. Like, like I like no, no doubts, other stuff and Gwen Stefani solo stuff, but like, just give me one, give me one, like even an EP or one time. Like, Cause I just, like I got mm-hmm. to meet, I got to meet them. Um, when I was actually through marching band, we went down to oh. Disney, we, got, we did, did Disney World, and it was right when they released Return of Saturn, and she had the pink hair. Oh yeah, and I that's was, awesome. I was at um, was it uh, Tomorrowland, and I look over like, oh, there's someone with pink hair. That's interesting. Then I look farther, like, oh no, that's the entire band. That's, <laughs> that's no doubt. Man, that's awesome. I got to actually ask Tony the question that like I, I'm sure he's sick of, but like I had to ask him like. What's it like playing Don't Speak, knowing that Ooh. song's about you? And like, he was very, I was a high school kid. Definitely shouldn't have asked that question. He was good natured to his credit. He was like, you know, at first wasn't fun, but now yeah. it's like, we're, we're good friends and everything's fine. And it's like, you know, it's just, just another song, you know, that when I'm playing, I'm like, oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah, if that's I think, good. <laughs> I think if I would have been like an older, like an adult, he probably would have socked me. But like, you could clearly say I was a child. I'm like, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> You're safe. So now I guess like the, the sound of, uh, and like after this, we'll, we'll play a little bit more, but like the sound of flying a raccoon suit, it's definitely like when people think of ska, I think they have like a real big fish s kind of, and it's definitely a heavier tone. So like, I guess like, where did you come up with that sound and what drove you to get to that sound? Yeah. Um, I think really it comes from all of our different backgrounds and also sort of how we're all okay with, uh, musical freedom. Like we all listen to a bunch of different genres. Um, our drummer and producer is a big metalhead and prog rock guy. So you'll hear a lot of double kick that he sneaks in just cause it's second nature to him. And, um, I've played with Brandon and Nevin, um, our horn players and, uh, in some like jazz and brass band type situations. And like, they're just incredible jazz minded soloists. So we can like work some of that in and yeah, Jessica and I have done like sad indie music together, so it all sort of comes together. <laughs> I guess like if you had um, influences, so I, I've like you know if you had to like pick like you know especially if we're talking we're talking about the you know the, the latest album Afterglow. If you had to like oh, yeah. like some you know in, influences from there, what, what would you say those would be? What do you think, Jessica? That's a hard question because I don't really think we took influence from anybody in particular we just kind of like put things together that we thought sounded like something we would want to listen to you know so we are huge modest mouse fans though and i think you can hear that in there definitely i oh i there is one of the songs i and i will have to yes i that that's amazing like that like that that totally i love that you picked up on that and yeah. also, um, we used to play uh, Sleepwalking by Modest Mouse live. Like, we would mesh that into one of our original songs and make it, like, the the big closer when we play. And um, Toss and Turn, uh, coming up with that guitar part was sort of a, uh, like, it's a counterpart to this Modest Mouse song called Teeth Like God's Shoeshine. So it's not that song at all, but sort of the uh, the chord structure 
where they do these really low, like minor chords descending in three, four, like that idea kind of came from that. Well, like fun fact, the first song me and Andy ever sang together was Sleepwalking. Mm -hmm. And it was, I think it was like underneath a tree in a park in the fourth, on the 4th of July, something like that. So specific. (laughs) I just, I don't know why I remember it. We were like, I don't know, 17, 18. That's awesome. Well, actually, speaking of toss and turn, why don't we listen to a little bit of that and then we'll, we'll come right back. Sweet. I think it's a really awesome song to, to that's the, you know, the end, the, the album. And it's just, what I love about it is it's, it's unexpected. It's an unexpected, it was unexpected the first time I, I heard it. And it was just like, you guys, like to me, like I, you know, I'm 37 years old. And for the longest time I had a very narrow vision of Scott. I was the, the person that Scott two networks talks about. They're like, Oh, little big fish is great. And like, I stopped. Like, yeah. I, you know, Real Big Fish, Five Iron Frenzy. Um, but, like, you're you're pushing that boundary that someone, I, you know, I, and I've, I've literally played that song for my wife. And she's like, that's the ska band you're, you're interviewing? Like, yes, that is a ska song. Like, and it's, I don't know, I, I just think that that's, that's how ska is going to, I think, get pushed forward is with bands like yourselves that are like, we're not just going to do the same thing. We're not just going to have songs about going to a party. Like, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, and that's, all. <laughs> that's what I love about ska. And that's what I love about the people I do it with is because we're all so open-minded. It doesn't have to be one, you know, particular, you know, just the whole upbeat and like, you know, thinking about pizza or something, you know, <laughs> you can pretty much make it however you want it. And that's, that's what I love about it. Well, Kudos to you for broadening your horizons though. And also like the Aquabats are awesome, man. Real big fish and all those. Dude, definitely. no, I'm a huge Aquabats fan. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, but it's also cool to have other stuff. Yeah. 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 And I love the, I mean, oh, I love the Aquabats. Like, like literally my wife and I eat pizza on Fridays in tribute to the Aquabats because <laughs> they are the best day of the week. <laughs> it is the best. Oh, a thousand percent. But it's just like, it's so nice to like, to, to have that, the, you know, that diversity. And like you said, like having like ska can be, is it's still music and it's still, you can write about things that are important. Like I love parties, fun songs. Those are great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Having that depth of emotion. So I guess like, you know, going over like, you know, writing Afterglow, I guess talk about like, you know, the writing process of this album and how this album, because it definitely has, I think, a, a feel to it. I think there is a cohesive feel. So I guess like 
you're obviously you have better words than I have when it comes to that. So like talk about afterglow. So, um, yeah, it, it sort of varies, uh, song to song. And what I love about it is that, um, you can clearly hear all of our different influences. Like once you sort of know our backgrounds, um, I think everybody wrote something on this album and there will be songs where, um, Jessica or I would write the lyrics or we'd split it. Um, the intro song, uh, or afterglow, I guess the title song is supposed to sort of exemplify the whole album. So I wrote the verses and she wrote the choruses both on a similar theme. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Jess? Uh, yeah. Well, the whole thing about it, um, it started out as like one thing. And as soon as we all got to recording it, we all came up with like different things. And over time, all the songs were like tweaked to where they were completely different but the backbone of it was still there and I love that we all are in it like it's literally you can hear like I okay I grew up really loving like Mazzy Star and like Jewel and Slow Dive and stuff like that and I think you can hear that in my voice um you know I've got like this weird indie voice and then you know Nevin and Brandon I've got the jazz background you can hear that so all of it together it's it's more cohesive than I thought it would be. So <laughs> yeah, I think part of what makes it cohesive is uh, maybe like Curly has a very specific drumming style where no matter what he's doing, he tends to make it like a little heavier. And then that's true for every song on the album and things like that. And some of them were spontaneous. Um, the song Driftwood, for instance, we were some of these songs go years back because we recorded all ourselves. And so we just do it slowly over time whenever we feel like it. But since we're all such good friends, sometimes we just end up hanging out and it's a slow process. But Driftwood was a couple of years back and we were practicing and Jessica was like, I really want a surf song. You guys play a surf song. And we were like, uh, what, what is a surf song? You have to do this one drum beat. Then you have to do the tremolo guitar thing. So we came up with the beginning of Driftwood and the rest of it came from that. I love it. Well, then we'll, we'll go play a little bit of Driftwood and then we'll, uh, we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more. Here's Driftwood. definitely is a surf song but it's it's a really good surf song thank you i really like so you know obviously this year has been very odd like what's it i guess what it has it been like trying to put out an album during all this knowing that you couldn't do shows that you know this promotion and you know is isn't there like was that was there any hesitation to put out the, the album 
knowing that like things are were on the uptick, but still kind of undecided on where things are going to be? There definitely was. And actually we, we sat on the album for way longer than we would have normally because um, this album was finished uh, summer of 2020. And um, we kind of, we were waiting cause we were like, man, maybe beginning of 2021, we can do this big album release show and party and really kick it off then and use this time to build our music videos. And, you know, that didn't really come about, but we saw all these other bands and particularly bad time records, huge shout out to them because we love them doing successful releases during quarantine. So we kind of like nerded, well, like studied up a little bit, like what are they doing that makes this so successful? We like, made sure we went into it with a lot of content, a lot of music videos and a couple covers and compilations and other ideas and just tried it. So it could have went very wrong. Yeah. I really thought it was going to go the opposite way, but you know. Well, and then like, I mean, and you guys put on a successful Kickstarter and I mean, I, I backed it. I was super happy to back it. Oh, thank you for doing that. Thank you. I, I, I'm a firm believer and I will say this and we'll say this again. Like while this album is streaming places, please to my listeners, buy the album, buy the album because like I, you know, you can stream and that's great, but buying the album, supporting that music is going to help, you know, get the next album and the next album and then the next album. But like, like it was definitely really like interesting to like, you know, how you guys funded it fast. It was quick. And mm-hmm. it was, that was awesome. It was awesome to see that like people were like, I think a lot of people discovered you through the, the Kickstarter and it was so exciting to like, Oh man, like they could hit it. Oh, and like they, you guys blew by it. That, 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 that must've been a good, like, what was that feeling? Like when it finally clicked over to like, you hit the goal, like, what was that like? I think we all like in the, our group chat, we were all like typing in all caps and we were like screaming at each other over the internet. Like we were so excited about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be um, like a really day 30 type thing, but we hit it on day oh, nine yeah. and I was like, uh, oh man, I need to make a post about it. And I can't remember what time we did it, but I was like, everybody send me some like real excited looking pictures to make this post. And our drummer who works graveyard shift, like snuck off into his bathroom at work. And, was the <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was incredible. And then yeah, realizing that many people cared about our music was awesome. That's that, um, and that's that's got to be awesome. And so now, I guess now that we're we're kind of hurtling towards a time when things are quote unquote going back to normal or the new normal. Like, are there shows in the the works that we can talk about? Uh, a show. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a fest down in Florida, which is the big one on the horizon. And it was actually a festival rescheduled from last year. So this is going to be the first time we've waited like, uh, I don't know, 20 months or something to play a show that we booked. <laughs> so, a lot, and that's going to be the greatest ska bill of the year if it happens, because there's other bands on that show like Kill Lincoln, We Are the Union, Skatoon. Um, it's, it's incredible. And that's going to be in Gainesville at the end of October, uh, if everything goes according to plan. But um, that's awesome. that's other than that... Exciting. Yeah, we haven't got our feet wet yet. Well, I mean, that's got to be exciting. I'm sure, like, the itch is there to, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, the, I, I have the itch to go see live music, so being musicians, it's got to be really, like, I want to play it in front of people, <laughs> especially when you have a new album, you want to play it in front of people, and 
that's just, I, I hopefully, you know, hopefully things are, are progressing, progressing, progressing that like, you know, obviously if you guys wanted to come up to Cleveland, Ohio, it's, it's, a lovely, yeah. it's lovely here, except from the months of about November to, we just got snow a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> like, yeah, like it was like 70 degrees. And then on April fool's day, we got like four inches of snow. Uh, it's, uh, pranked. it's gone now and it's like 80 degrees. Um, but it, yeah, but no, I, I mean, I would, I would love to see you guys live. I, I got the, the honor of actually, I saw we are the union before I, I, I knew about Scotty network. They opened up for real big fish up at the house of blues here. And oh, that was nice. really cool. Oh, that, that was such a fun show. And I just, I miss live shows. I, mean, I, know. I, I miss people, but also I, just, I miss going to live shows. Um, so I, I guess feel like a lot of bands are hesitant. Like they, they don't want to be the first one. They want to see somebody else test the water first. Um, yeah. Unless a lot of Florida bands I feel like are already playing, but unless you're uh, in Florida uh, places are finally like starting to open up now. So there's opportunities. I feel like Florida has been open for a while, but it's going to be incredible when we do get to play. So, I mean, I guess to kind of wrap up. So if, if someone, you know, for some reason has listened, he's listening to this podcast and they, they haven't, you know, they, they've never heard you before this podcast, I guess if you had to, not, I want to say elevator pitch, but if you had to describe to someone who is, who's yet to hear your music and you're trying to walk him in the door of like, listen to flying, you know, flying raccoon suit, I guess, how, how would you describe it and how would you get him in the door? I would say uh, big choruses, catchy hooks, a lot of uh, jazz professional solos, a lot of uh, experimentation and variety, everything from like an almost kind of klezmer sound to an almost metal sound. If you like music at all, there's at least one song for you. Yeah. (laughs) That is awesome. And okay, so my last question Let's say, you know, when you guys have, have the big, the, the big, you know, first show, what is a cover that you haven't done as a band that you would love to do as a band? Cause I mean, I, your original music is awesome, but I know yeah. bands like to like to play with cover. Like what's a cover that you would love to do? Andy. <laughs> we, we have a couple of new covers we've actually recorded in quarantine one of them is mu30 and one of them we can't talk about quite yet but around june something will probably come up uh as far as new covers um i kind of want to uh cover we are the union actually because we did a a poll on twitter at some point saying if we were to release a cover this week uh an anti-racist ska song which which band from this list do you think we'd be covering and a lot of people voted for we are the union and And of course like you know they're good friends of ours and so i think it'd be a good little crossover that would be cool that would be very cool as long as they're not on the bill you don't want to play somebody else's song and then (laughs) oh yeah i'm sure that would be kind of (laughs) awkward yet fun um so all right so now it's the, the time of the show we do plugs so please 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 I, I will, I back away and you know, plug everything and make sure everyone can get all your stuff and follow you. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Flying raccoon suit. We have our new album called afterglow. Uh, as of recording this on Wednesday, we have about a dozen vinyl left. 
So I think some of those will probably still be in the store because it's going kind of slow at the end. So grab yours while they last. Um, I'm also in a ska band called Joystick, whose album comes out this month. So check them out too. Jessica? <laughs> I'm not good at this. <laughs> so if people want to how about if people want to follow you on social media, how are how what are your your Twitter handles, all those good stuff? Okay. Twitter, it's at FRS the band. Uh Instagram, just flying raccoon suit. Facebook, flying raccoon suit. YouTube, we're on all that. We're on TikTok too, but it's not very active. Her Twitter is egg lobster. <laughs> no, that's not my Twitter. That's my Instagram. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm I'm Drew's a phone. If anybody wants to follow it on Twitter, because of Drew and Sue's a phone. Get it? He plays yeah. the Sue's a phone. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Um, please, 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 everyone, you know, go follow them. Please go buy the, the record. It's called Afterglow. It's really fantastic. I cannot recommend it enough. Please, please listen. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, we are at Biff Radio on Twitter, Biff Radio 1 on Instagram. We're part of the Jabroni U network, jabroniu.com. You can still buy a shirt with my face on it, which is weird. I have friends that own that shirt. I don't because that's that just a weird flex that I don't need in my life. Um, but please, please, please support local bands, support bands you've never heard of, support ska bands. Their ska never went away, and Flying Raccoon Suit is proof positive of that. So thank you both for coming on the podcast. Um, would love to have you back anytime you'd like Um, and to the folks listening uh, have a great weekend go listen to a bunch of ska it's Friday have pizza and we'll talk to you next week bye everybody bye